Are you ready to be entrefied? Let's break free of the life we are told to live. Create freedom and wealth by adding value to others' lives. Challenge traditions, challenge authority, and get entrefied. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. Glad to have you here today. Uh, this is actually going out to 23 different countries. Wow. Okay. You know, I don't even know. I couldn't even name off 23 countries off the top of my head. Can you name 23 countries off the top of your head? Probably not. I mean, I, if you can, that's impressive because there's there's apparently a lot of countries, but I digress. So today, what we're going to be talking about is we're going to learn about how trillion dollar companies have came about, what they're doing, and how you can create one yourself. Now, I'm not going to give you the full detail of how you can create it because that is a lot of steps, a lot of steps on how those guys got there. But it's monkey see, monkey do. You're modeling, but you're improving while you do it. So we're going to be talking about that, what these trillion dollar companies are. And like I said, subscribe to the show. We got people from 23 different countries. Come on, this is awesome. All the subscribers out there I have now, followers, whatever you call it, thanks for following. Thanks for following along. Thanks for being here. You guys really make this show great. And if you're not a follower, hit that follow button. All right, love to have you along. So what does Entrefied do? Well, Entrefied helps you to get that next step in your business, and your life, whether you're brand new or a veteran to business, we're here for you. Today, I'm kind of talking more in depth because clearly you can't just go from brand new to a trillion. So this is this is for people that are brand new and want to know how to get started or if you're already in the game, just to give you an even clearer picture of where you need to go. So just throwing that out there. Uh, so an example... An example to the next step is making a dollar with your business, getting you closer to that $1 trillion. You know, I always start at one. I always start at one. Anything I do, like let's say uh, let's say I ask you to gather a million postcards, all right, or sticky notes, a million sticky notes. So how would you do that? Well, first you would need to find one sticky note just to prove that sticky notes are real. You can get them. You can find them. It's achievable. And then when you get one sticky note, next thing you know, you're going to find 10 sticky notes. And then you're going to find 100 sticky notes. Then you're going to find 1,000 and 100,000. You get the point. But the point is, is, is you need to break down your goals to be smaller and achievable. That way you get momentum going and you build a snowball or a, you know, basically you just build a big massive ball of momentum that keeps you rolling and you're getting those small wins and small victories that ultimately let you win the war so i like i said i always start with one well you know when when i started this podcast i said i'm gonna get one listener if i can get one listener i'll keep going and do you know how possible that is it's really possible now my end goal may be to get a trillion listeners now that's impossible because there aren't a trillion people on the planet (laughs) But, you know, maybe I could go to space, get SpaceX, meet Elon Musk, get him to send me on a rocket. You know, hey, man, broadcast my podcast out to the universe. Oh, man, we got a trillion listeners from different planets. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if that would show up on my stats page, but, you know, it's possible. No, I'm just kidding. But my point is, is if, if you were going for 100 million people you wanted to impact, you would start at one. All right. I'm not going to keep beating that in the ground here, but you just start at one. So let's kind of dig into the weeds here. And I was looking at 
the trillion dollar companies. I follow the stock market fairly closely. And, you know, one goofy company that came out with like an almost like 1.5 trillion valuation that IPO'd at that. That's actually crazy. Um, fresh out the gate, they went at like 1.5. That's Saudi Aramco. That was the Saudi uh, oil, oil company. So that, that one was kind of, that was not typical. You don't, I mean, what kind of companies just go from privately owned 1.5 trillion to a, a corporation or a IPO of, you know, $1.5 trillion. That's very big anomaly. So I'm not going to cover them because they just don't count. They just don't count. Um, I'm going to talk about the other companies that are at a trillion dollars or flirting with it. There's two here that are flirting with it as of today's recording, which is uh, February, uh, what is today? The it's Tuesday. Hold on one second. Let me see that. I get a calendar. This is kind of sad. I don't even know what day it is. Lose track all the time. Jeez, it's 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 February the fourth. So yeah, so February fourth, as of now, these there's two companies that are flirting with it. They're not there. So the four companies I'm talking about: Apple, Amazon, Google, and Microsoft. And it's funny because they're all tech companies. So you're telling me the largest companies in the world were just recently created over the past 10, 20, 30 years. Well, Apple's a little older than that, but yes, that's very true. And it's crazy how that is a possibility, how they went from, you know, such young companies. I think Amazon came about in the 90s, 91 or something like that, and exploded to a trillion dollars in like 20 years. That's just unheard of. So let's let's start it off. And I'm going to point to you guys a very specific trend, and you'll probably pick up on it, on what all these guys have in common besides that they're just software companies. So there's a big trend that really sticks out to me, and it just throws red flags and says, all right, if you want to get that trillion-dollar company, this is what you got to do. I'm not saying this is all you got to do. You don't just do one thing and that's it. This is just your next step. So... Let's look at Microsoft. They make their money from the cloud, from personal computing, and from business stuff, which is like Office Suite, all that. So basically, Microsoft built its success on the licensing of software such as Windows and their Office 365 products. Their software, their Office software, that really, I mean, how many computers and businesses run Windows? Almost every computer in any business you will ever see runs Windows. It's crazy. They have the entire um, entire America pretty much under their belt with their software, their operating system software. It's, it's insane. All right, so that's one. So Apple, what do they do? Well, their business model is based on innovation, you know, consumer-centric devices, and guess what? They have iOS software. They have their own software that the watch runs on, that the phone runs on, that their Macs run on. And a lot of people have iPhones nowadays. They're very common to see iPhones. I, I mean, how many of you guys right now listening have an iPhone? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I guarantee you it's probably 60% of you, maybe 50 to 60%. That's a really high number. And, you know, how, how do they do that? Well, because... The Apple software is 
actually way simpler and easier to navigate and use as opposed to Windows. It's a little more advanced. So just a simpler software. All right, and then you have Amazon. They do direct sales. They, they have a platform, a marketplace for other sailors. And guess what they have last? Amazon Prime. Amazon Kindle subscription. Amazon audiobooks. Software. What are the software that they use to make, I mean, billions of dollars off of, off of everybody. I mean, how many people do you know have Amazon Prime? I guarantee you... Like, freaking 80% of people have Amazon Prime in America. It's stupid. It's so stupid. Everybody I talk to is like, yeah, bro, yeah, I got Amazon Prime. You don't, Oh, you don't have Amazon Prime? I mean, it's kind of like the internet. Now, I remember 10, 20 years ago, not everybody had the internet. Not everybody, you know, you go into somebody's house and they had the internet. I remember when it first came out before, well, dial-up. You'd be like, oh, do you have internet here? Oh, man, that's so cool. And then nowadays, if you don't have internet, now you're a loser. So, I mean that that I mean it's so it's so funny how those things change. So, Amazon Prime 10 years ago, people probably didn't even know what that was. Well, I don't know when Prime took off, but let's say 20 years ago to be safe, it didn't even exist. And then boom, their software popped up. Everybody has it. Almost everybody has Prime for that one-day delivery. It's crazy. Okay, and, and now the final company, talk about Google. Google does advertising, and guess what they use to do their advertising? Google AdWords, Google.com. I mean, what, what is that? It's a software. If you haven't, if you haven't figured it out yet, guys, the, the four of the, I don't know, it's like five or six companies that are trillion dollars right now, Four of those five to six are software companies built around. They have a, a huge point of software or an internet, an internet presence coupled with software. That's a very, now I'm not saying that's the entire picture, but I'm saying that is a massive piece of the puzzle. You have iOS, you have Windows, you have um, Amazon Prime, you have uh, Google AdWords, Google Ads. All those things are software. And all four of those things combined, I mean, that's definitely a trillion dollar market right there. And that, that's what I'm pointing towards today, guys. Clearly, there's a trend in each of these companies, and it's software. Software makes things easier, more efficient. It lasts for years. It's evergreen. How many companies have you went into that is, that is still using the same crappy software for the past 30 years? I remember one time back when I worked in tech, there was a bank that used this crappy product. It was called like Bank Pack or something. Oh my God, it was so crappy. It was so bad. And it looked so outdated, like 20, 30 years old. And I remember I would um, I would go to troubleshoot it and, and work on it. And it was just so complicated, outdated, so bad. But they were they had sold this software to multiple companies. And that's... And that's what's crazy is, is the software was absolutely garbage, but the companies were used to it. They liked it and they still had support. And I mean, the, not only did you have to pay for that initial software license, but you had to pay for the, the support too that comes with it. And then you had to pay for any upgrades you get to your software, you know, any, um, any, any extra stuff. 
Oh, and then amount of users that use your software. You got to pay for that. And so people are just taking these software models, business models, and just going hog wild with it, man. I mean, it's stupid. Because if I sell this software that I created or that somebody else made for me to a bank and they implement that software in multiple banks across the state of Tennessee, I live in Tennessee, from Nashville, and they implement that all across Nashville, and everybody is using it, all the banks, and let's say you sell for $100, just to make it simple, simple math, 100 bucks a person. Well, what, what, what is your overhead on that software? I mean, you're probably paying, paying 10% to store it on a server somewhere. I don't know, 10% to keep people hired to fix it. I mean, you really have no overhead. Because, like, let's say in my bed business, I was buying a bed for 300 and I was selling it for 600 So that's 50% profit margin. Well, then I had to pay $200 in shipping. Or a hundred to two hundred. So really, you're making fifteen to twenty percent profit margin. That's pretty terrible. But that's very common with um, hardware. Like if I'm selling hardware, I think every Apple iPhone that sells for a thousand dollars, they make like a two hundred dollar profit, and that's twenty percent. And that's normal. That's good. But with software, you're looking at sixty, seventy percent profit margins. Because once somebody buys Microsoft Windows. That's it. And and what does it take for you to, to make Windows? You slap it on a CD, and then you mail it off. You don't even have to use a CD. You could just email them a key. That's almost 100% profit margin. Emailing a key to somebody to activate their Windows products, putting a CD in Walmart, that they charge you $120 for Windows. What is that? $5, or not $5, what is that, a dollar to get a CD? And put something on a CD and then put it in a case that's another dollar, like two dollars. So my point is, is the profit margins on software is just astronomical. You have hardly any overhead costs at all. So you can get away with cheaper prices. Because like, let's say I charge you 50 bucks and my overhead's $10. That's just stupid. You're making $40 off the sale. Now that is, you know, worth saying you have to have a really good product you have to have a really good software so that initial investment has to be pretty large but running a software company is how you get to a trillion dollars it's one of the it's honestly in my opinion the greatest business model out there and i mean there and it is a little harder to get into which is good because that's less competition because you have to hire people you have to have a vision you have to have a direction that your software business is going. You have to have some kind of software in mind that you want to create. You have to do marketing tests. I mean, it's not simple. You don't just throw up a website, throw up some software that does this XYZ and that's it. No, you got to create something that's a good product and get it out there in people's hands. So the action step for you guys is to identify software that you use every day. Is it free? How, how does it make money? What what way does, does the software you're using right now make money? If you're holding an Apple iPhone, listening to this on Spotify, how does Spotify make money? Ads, more than likely. Subscriptions. What is Spotify? It's a software. 
How many companies are you giving money to that is simply software? Like Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. They're all software companies. Almost every company that's making bank is a software company right now. So that's how you do it. If you want to, and not only that, but your your potential to help people is massive. I'm I, I'm recording a podcast right now, and this episode is going out to 23 different countries. That is massive reach to people because of what software I'm using. You know, Audacity, Buzzsprout to upload it into, and it's evergreen green content. It stays there forever. I'm just using software, recording it off of my Windows machine. That's crazy, right? It's crazy. Everything is honestly software in today's world. Uh, it's kind of weird to, to admit that. But the first step is awareness that, hey, software is the money maker. It is the the way to create massive value for lots of people out there. Millions and billions of people you can reach with your software. And that's what's more important is, is helping people because that's your first step. You know, how many, how many people are helped by Spotify? Do you love Spotify? Yeah, it helps you. Music helps you. Stuff like that helps you. Software that helps you. Then you get your profits. So the first step is awareness. And the next step is market research. If you want to hit the jackpot, software is your best bet. And you can make it free. You can make it paid. Whatever. But that is your best bet. If you're new to business, that's your best bet. Hey, look, if you want to get started, if you want to start making a business, a software company, whatever, I can totally help you out. Just uh, text me, 615-431-8389. I'll talk to you. We'll get this party started. We'll get you rolling. We'll get you well along the way to that trillion dollars. But first, we got to get that first dollar for you. we got to get that first listener, that first... Um, software user all right so text me 615-431-8389 i'd love to work with you have a great day guys and let's add a 24th country let's do it have a great day are you feeling entrefied yet we hope so For more information and news updates, check us out at www.entrified.com or contact Patrick directly on facebook.com slash Patrick Hughes 9000.